Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of November 18th. I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Filtercord. Hey, I'm back from a traumatizing experience last week. Oh, okay. <laughs> traumatizing is. Um, I feel like well, there's a, it was a not bigger like, story here. I definitely could have, like, gave a shit and just chose not to. Uh, it had, like, a. I, I don't want to say slight family emergency because it was, like,. Potentially would lead to death, but right. uh, turned out not to. So a little disappointed. Can't wait for the sequel. Back in the back in the game. Goddamn is what I'll say to that. Yeah, we'll go with um, boomers be unhealthy, dude. Goddamn, that's true. Boomers literally could not take care of themselves if you gave them unlimited resources, <laughs> which we did. Which, which you did. <laughs> okay, so uh, starting the fucking show off with a jab. On an extremely a kidney high punch. Note. Yeah, one would say. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that was a um, medium blow. Not low blow. No, no, it, but it was Very below the central. belt, but it didn't hit you right in the... Correct. Yeah. Um, so it has been two weeks since we streamed um, our first show here on Facebook, um, which... For some reason, it decided that that first show was going to go ahead and be deleted. Um, as, soon fully as, as soon as we ex- the, exit the, the broadcast, um, I waited. It was like three minutes. I got up and got like a drink, um, came back and looked at it, and it said that the post expired as soon as we clicked the end button. Mm. Um, I tried to recover it, could not recover it to get it on our Facebook. You can still listen to it uh, on podcast services around the world, which you'll be able to do the exact same with uh, this one, um, in case things do go <laughs> go south again. Um, yeah. Which, I was looking at the video, and the video does quite blatantly say expiring right next to it, which, um, again, doesn't make sense. Facebook's, Facebook, uh, fix your shit, there's literally nothing that says uh, set it to expire or publish. It just says set it to unpublished, which is what I did. It says it will expire um, tomorrow at this time. So I'm hoping I can like kind of circumvent that and get in there right after the show to set it to like published so it doesn't expire it. Um, so that's my idea for this show. Technical issues um, is what we're having here over on Facebook and I wanted them to some- be voiced. It's always something. Always something. Uh, but let's not worry about that. Why don't we talk about what we've been playing? Since it's been two weeks, I imagine we have a bit that we've done. Um, yeah. So what have you been up to? Yeah, so, um, well, obviously I've had two bigger games that we're going to get to. But uh, one of the things I've kind of been playing just throughout, um, you know, the last couple of weeks, just kind of in little um, kind of fits and starts, I guess. Um, I've been playing the new Team Fight Tactics uh uh, the new set in League of Legends. So this is the like auto battler uh, version, I guess. That it's like an alternate game mode, sort of. Yeah, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah. So uh, I know it. It's. Uh, I don't want to compare. So it's it's their auto battler mode. It's something that they announced when they had all of those. I don't know if it was like. I guess it was World Championships time. Mm-hmm. for League of Legends, so they were talking about all their stuff that was upcoming. Yeah, and they had like 27 announcements, like six different games and Yeah, they had, I think they announced line. six games and two uh, add-ons for existing game and game modes or whatever. So, um, this is what they're calling Rise of the Elements. 
Um, and we just have like a video of I don't know, some dude, hopefully not insanely racist or something. Um, I don't believe so, so, but I'm just trying to get his big. You head never on know. The screen. He's got a big head. He's got a big ass head. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Though. I know the feeling. So basically, they've changed up the game. I said head. Not um, it's a. Uh, so the previous version, basically, what you're doing in an auto battler is you're choosing a unit, or you're you know you're randomly obtaining units, and then there's kind of like a a bench of I believe five that rotates every turn that you can buy if you have the currency to be able to pick them up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're buying multiples. When you buy three of the same unit, they upgrade into a silver level version. Yeah, they come. And then when you buy an additional six, so when you have nine total, they combine into like a gold version. Uh, so that's like the best version of that character. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the characters have a sort of like an origin, or I don't know, some kind of. Um, I don't know what they have like a in this case they have an element and then they have a like fighting style so okay like you might have for example a shadow element uh berserker unit so like um you know shadow if you get two shadows they deal additional damage and then if you get uh like oh, three I, yeah. um berserkers they do they have like an ability to have like a cone like an, their attacks kind of project yeah further yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, basically this new version is the, the Rise of the Elements. Um, they've completely shifted the meta, and they've changed most of the units that are available. So, it's a really interesting, um, I don't know, just their their way of continuing the game is basically to make little seasons that change up how they mm-hmm. carry out, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. It's kind of hard to describe unless you play it. Yeah, this is a lot like the like auto chess that the mm-hmm. original auto chess game that I that I was playing for a while. Um, yeah, it looks a little more refined. We didn't have a bench, or no, we did uh, have a bench. We had like a hand. There is. It's just it's he tends to be not showing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that it's it's really cool. Like I mean, it's it's a really good like tactics game, and this one's yeah. uh, this one's just on PC right now. It's not. Yep, out it's currently yet. just on um, you know the main League of Legends client. Uh, yeah, they've they're working on the mobile version, which is going to be a standalone Team Fight Tactics mm-hmm. mobile. You know, um, but that is not currently available yet. Cool. Yeah, um, I think this will be a really good thing as well to have um, mobile. I really feel like when I look at this, I'm like, this is the cool thing to have mobile where League of Legends is the thing to have on PC. So this is what I do while I'm on the go. It's what I do while I'm at home. Um, Unfortunately, they're trying to do both. (laughs) See, that's... Like, the core MOBA, I just don't think that works on mobile. And I understand that, like... I know a lot of people, like... People in Asia, like, they're... A lot of people's main internet device is a phone. Right. right? Like, they don't really have... Average people are less likely to have a home computer or a home laptop or whatever they just they just have it on the phone or tablet or whatever right so i understand that you're trying to reach that market but i like this is the way to do it i think is just this alternate mode um that's a little simpler a little less going on but i've been enjoying that a lot i've had some really good runs i had my first um 100 run where i won every single match and then i won the game nice nice um which is pretty rare because, I mean, typically somebody will just have, like, you know, if you've built, like, all, um, like, mages or something, then or, like, all rangers, then the enemy will have all assassins and you just get just demolished, right? Yeah. 
Um, so, you know, typically somebody just counters your build, but in this case, uh, I was super lucky. I had a really strong team. I was getting really good rolls. Um, something that'll, that'll get you sometimes is if the enemy has really good, like strategic placement, you might be stuck. Like in this one, we see that they're stuck sort of attacking, uh, the dude's main tank. Like pretty much all of the guy's units were attacking the enemy's like main tank unit. Mm -hmm. So it was like, um, it, he ended up being able to win anyways, but you know, it's, if you can get your enemies to target one specific guy and kind of control the battlefield in that way that can be a huge advantage so what is this little uh ghostly blob thing that he's clicking oh uh, that's his like summoner unit okay it doesn't actually do anything um but that's your like that's you basically. do you have to move that around to move things or you move it around to pick up item drops so when you oh, kill okay. enemies uh, when you kill uh minion type enemies and not other players um they'll drop like little orbs that have like random things in them mm-hmm um, yeah, yeah, I, I've seen that before. Um, yeah. Just, I think on the mobile that I played, it was just like, you just click on it. There's no summoner guy. And that's probably the way to go. That's I think typical. that's why that confused me. Um, right. But yeah, it's it's pretty cool. You know, there's a, com, there's a you can kind of combat anything if you play your cards right. Um, yeah. I don't know how, like I never got really into like auto, like the auto chess or, you know, anything like this. Um, to say mm. like, oh, you know, I'm going to use all assassins so I can take out all these guys, rangers, or, you know, I'm going to use, right. you know, I, I never really got into that. I just always built my team on however I thought it was Yeah, cool typically you just like, you get like a random, you know, in the beginning. So when you start certain rounds, there'll be like uh, a bunch of champions in a circle and you run out and grab one when you get your chance, you know, like when you do that. You just kind of just build, like, whatever you get. So if the first guy you grab is, like, a, you know, a, a Inferno type, then you're probably going to try to build Inferno. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, typically there's less... The, the strategy is mostly how do I lay my troops out and, um, you know, how do I choose to spend my money. That's, that's the typical level of strategy. The higher layer strategy is, hey, I just realized I can get... Uh, you know, if I kind of sacrifice some strength right now, I can build a full assassin team, and that can make me really strong later on. Um, that's kind of that's some tough choice stuff that can make or break a game. Yeah, for sure, definitely. So, um, but yeah, it's cool. definitely I've been enjoying that a lot. It's good, kind of easy dose of strategy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, rather than something more difficult. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I, I encourage those people who are interested in a um like a tactical strategy go check mm. out a um like auto chess like team fight tactics um it's uh i mean it's it's satisfying and mm. it's not like overwhelming right so yeah definitely go and it's that. like you know five to you know 10 to, depending on how fast you die i guess it could be like 10 or 20 um minutes yeah so it's not like you're investing like like an hour yeah you know, a couple hours or yeah yeah cool so what else have you uh been up to i know we had some big games some of them we were uh you know we kind of separated off where i'm playing this one you're playing that one um so what's yes. the other one that you're so the other main thing that i've been playing before we get into ones we've been sharing basically mm -hmm. um i've been playing a lot of star wars jedi fallen order I um, um, am eager to hear more about this. Yes, actually, one of my friends from work has been texting me 
the whole time we've been recording and asking about it. Yeah. Um, yes, it is really good. Tell them to watch the show. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, really. I'm like, uh, here's the link, bitch. Yeah. Um, so, Fallen Order. Um, it is basically a, it's kind of a spiritual successor to, like, the Force Unleashed games. Uh, in my opinion. I mean, I don't know how much, you know, inspiration they actually took from that or anything in the studio, but it certainly feels like a very fully realized, like much better production value force unleashed, mm-hmm. especially with the way that they really dedicate to a particular character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, he, you know, it's like, he's, there's an actor mm-hmm. who plays this character that looks like that actor. And he's doing a reverse Mark Hamill. It's essentially. Yeah. Yeah. He went from, uh, voicing the Joker to playing the hero of a star Wars. Right. Yeah, doing it the opposite. So, um, it, it's uh, it's got a good story so far. Like, I'm not super into the main character. Like, he's, and we kind of saw this, I think, coming ahead of time. That he's just kind of like the goody, like good guy. Like, I'm here to help. How can I help? Mm-hmm. Like, that's basically all he does. But, um, what's actually going on in the game is is really exciting. Um, it's really fun. The traversal is good. He's like, uh, so this is not spoiler because it's within like the prologue of the game, basically. Like, um, he had run away when the Jedi were being hunted down like six years ago, uh, before the start of the game, and um, he basically uh, went and hid on this like ship breaking planet. So it's like a, a like a really dreary, sad planet. It's like all they do is like process waste. So like the empire will come carry in these old like star destroyers and shit. And then in this planet, you people like tear them apart. Um, and kind of, you know, ship out the, the good stuff that can be recycled and melt down everything else to turn into raw materials. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, he became very athletic having lived on this planet. He became very like knowledgeable about tech and things like that because he, you know, had to help figure this shit out. Um, and, uh, basically he was like hiding out there until, as we saw in the past, um, there was like this inciting moment when he used the force to save his friend and it's like, oh shit, now they're on to me. Um, the second sister is, seems like the main enemy right now, but there are between like seven and nine of them in total. Um, so it's, uh, they're still kind of trying to show off. Like, I'm, I'm still getting into where the actual, like, main part of the story takes off, which is interesting. Like, the main quest is that there was this old species of alien that is now extinct, and they were, like, interested in something, and this ally that you have is kind of leading you through what they were looking for, and the enemy is also looking for the same thing, so... Um, it's kind of unfolds really slowly because you get a lot more of these kind of small, um, you know, c- contained stories of these particular worlds that you're on are more important than kind of the overarching story, I guess. So, um, okay. definitely been having a lot of fun there. I did like the bulk of the Kashyyyk level, which is where they showed, um, uh, that was the where they showed the gameplay trailer. Yeah, on, uh, yeah. That that main that trailer was part of e, that, that was EA play before E three or whatever. Yep. Um, 
but yeah, I've been enjoying it a lot. It's it's not super complicated because I've I know I've heard a lot of people referencing like um, Dark Souls. It does have like Dark Soulsy style combat, but by that they mean there's a lot of like parrying. Enemies have like a stamina bar basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not like very difficult. Um, that's something they were very specifically trying to avoid. So. Yeah, that's cool. I've been enjoying yeah, it a lot. I, I, like that's one thing that I'm um, that I was like super interested in is mm. like how does the difficulty like how does the gameplay mechanic feel? Um, it I mean it, it feels really good as you're running around. Like um, at first, like you're really slowly adding new um, like force moves. Basically, like you're you're kind of unlocking more of your potential with the force as the game goes on. So you don't start out the game being able to force push. Like you unlock force push at a certain point. So um, that is where the kind of, I know it's been referenced a lot to like Metroid style um, okay. gameplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that comes into play when you're like going back to areas where you've been in the past and like opening new pathways that you couldn't get to before. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, the, the, the combat feels really solid. Um, it's very rare that I feel like the game did something to me. I, I usually feel like, okay, I messed this up because I should have blocked here. Yeah. You know? It's not like, oh, they, they did they, they did an unblockable attack and I didn't, there was no way I could have known. That like, cr- enemies telegraph everything they're going to do. The parry window is pretty good. Yeah, creating so, that lightsaber looked really cool too. Yeah, I mean, it's the main thing you're doing is uh, all of your collectibles in the game are parts for the lightsaber, mm-hmm. uh, new outfits, and new skins for things. So, okay. Um, like a new skin for your ship or, um, you know, new, new poncho or whatever. So, um, nice. yeah, it's, it, I've been having a really good time with it. I think it's really well made. It's pretty good balance. I've been playing on the, like the super easy mode. I think um, Grim said just, he's doing the same thing just to get that yeah. story. I'm just trying to get the story, baby. And, uh, it looks like IGN also thought it was good. They gave it a nine out of 10. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Um, I, there's things about it that, for me, just looking at it, you know, like objectively from the outside, that make mm-hmm. me kind of go. Ugh. But the thing that kind of draws me in is a Star Wars. B the story already looks really cool. Um, yep. Just like what I see when we have the cutscenes and the characters are interacting. But the thing that pulls me away a little bit is the um, combat. I don't know why. It, mm-hmm. it seems like it. It's a little like rigid. Um, um, I mean, it is like, um, you know, it's the type of thing that if you're like, just, if you're coming out swinging and you're not close enough to an enemy, like you won't automatically adjust to get close enough to hit them or anything. Like you have to like you'll, really position yourself properly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have to be kind of intelligent about what you're doing. That's good. I do like that. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of interesting that you would say you were not into it because the reason that I'm not into it is that it's less of a button masher and more of a Dark Souls strategy type mm-hmm. thing, which is something that you like and I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, that, that is where we kind of differ. I like making things... Like, I really like that. I really like things being, um, like, streamlined and it making sense. So you saying that... Not, it, not really, like, not tactical, but... Um, hmm. What, how am I trying to... It's, like... Like you're precise, yeah. You're you're the buttons that you're hitting, they are uh for a reason, they're not just mm-hmm. for the sake of I'm trying to spam the 
circle or B or depending on whatever system you're playing on button. Um, right. You know, so I can make that happen. Um, yeah, I, I kind of like it to be like, okay, I'm waiting and watching, and then there, that's where I need to hit. Um, yeah, I just like to jam buttons. And uh, this, I mean, I, I'm probably going to pick this up, um, you know, right around the holiday time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can check it out. I mean, I'm not going to miss out on playing a Star Wars game, especially when, you know, people are saying, hey, this is really, really cool. Um, yeah. So, yeah, this is definitely one that I'm not going to miss. But uh, Yeah, there are really not a lot of good Star Wars games. Uh, definitely not in the... Not anymore. Past like eight years, ten years. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so yeah, that's um, you know, that's one of the big ones that we wanted to talk, uh, you know, talk a bit about today. I, I believe we talked about it a healthy amount already. Um, yeah. But I mean, now we when have... we were looking at like gameplay trailers and stuff, um, that was definitely something that I overanalyzed. Yeah. Um. So you know, I, I'm excited to hear like more final um you know like final thoughts like Mm -hmm. this is what i really think of the game now that the honeymoon phase is over we've already like overanalyzed everything from trailers to gameplay and this is what i you know what how i'm really feeling about it um and it's a good time it's i mean it's a really good time for this game to come out because Oh, for sure. I right mean, before the next movie, it's about a month before the next movie. The Mandalorian is really fucking cool. Okay, yeah, I haven't, I haven't caught it yet because we're kind of, we're gonna give it a minute on Disney Plus because we have so much other shit to watch. Sure. Yeah, we watch. I mean, we got Disney Plus because you know Verizon, um, mm-hmm. and yeah. like at work, all I've been watching is uh, X Men the animated series from nice. like fox uh it was like what was it fox kids in the 90s something like that yeah, yeah. super good it has the best rogue ever <laughs> uh but as soon nice. as i got home i was like yeah let's let's sit down and watch that and um it was really cool it was a really good setup for something new nice so uh but yeah it's a great time to definitely be uh, a fan of star wars and everything is seeming to you know find its like find its mark this is getting a like a nine out of ten i really enjoyed the mandalorian um the movie it's the end of like this saga and people are mm-hmm. already gonna you know like shit on it yeah people have their opinions already sure. like I, I don't know that this movie like so i remember with uh, last jedi was a really make or break for a lot of people like it seemed like people loved it or hated it right um because like you see the first movie and it's like okay this is a trilogy so i have to wait and see what i think of you know when you see one the first movie of a trilogy you don't necessarily know if you're gonna like two or three yet i think after two you know yeah so like i know i'm gonna be into it i wish that they would like triple down on what they did with um you know basically what they did with uh the last jedi like kind of abandoning some fan uh desire i guess and just kind of going with like the like luke was like super like buddhist Mm -hmm. in last jedi which i thought was really cool yeah Um, yeah he was definitely like yeah he was like all this stuff is stupid we need balance uh the jedi lost because they're jedi and i like drinking the shit that comes out of these big give me some of that blue milk 
And it seems like they enjoy getting milked, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Let's go ahead and move on. We'll leave it hanging right there. Um, Hell and yeah. Let's talk about one of the bigger things uh, that both of us have been playing. Pretty much everyone has been playing. Um, we have uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Hell yeah. Um, so Did we both been playing Shield. There was a apparently a massive miscommunication um, from the get go. I as as soon it was pretty much as soon as I saw that there was a ghostly ass gym leader in Shield. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to be where all the ghosts are. And right. I know Pasty Pasta Man. He was uh, who I you know we always talk about the Pokemon games. He was like, I'm getting sword right out of the gate, and I was like, cool. Um, I thought you said you were getting sword out of the gate, and then you said no, I'm getting both no. of them, and I was like, okay, cool. Um, so I got shield, so I can like balance it back and forth. I think everyone got shield. Yeah, it's really oddly like understand. shield became super popular like right at the end and it's not even like the majority of the people i know don't even have shield like everyone else that i know all picked sobble and they picked sword mm-hmm. i was like okay cool yeah, um, I got sobble. yeah yeah so did so did pacey my son and everybody <laughs> i picked groki uh okay. the grass type i wanted to see where that went um his teenage stage is really weird very yeah. weird um yeah. So we're talking about the starters here. Um, Sobble being the water starter, Groki being the grass starter. The fire starter is Scorbunny? Scorchbunny, I guess? Scorbunny, yeah. Yeah. Um, his, he kind of turns into like a ninja. As he, it almost reminds me of like a Greninja. Like, mm. I don't know if it goes that direction, but I saw the second stage of it and I was like, huh. All right. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, um, like this has been uh, a lot of a lot of fun because it's a weird step in uh, like it, it's it's dipping their toe into a different area that they've never been before like on console mm-hmm. like this so they're getting the freedom to do more things and you can kind of you can kind of see um, you know you can kind of see where they're going with that yeah um so. the first time you get into like the first city it's a little overwhelming it's a little overwhelming because you're just like oh shit like that building is i'm not seeing it top down and i can see the side there's a painting on the side of the fucking building that has a pokemon and it's an ad for something (laughs) that this company is using um yeah so yeah it's really cool the start of the story is really good um, I hate the bag that they give you. It's terrible. Why are you carrying a duffel bag on your back like that? Mm. Um, and uh, you just don't understand British culture. I don't, Grim. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Hop is a chump. I'm gonna go ahead and say it right now. Yeah, hop on out of here. Yeah, freaking hop your ass up out of here, folks. <laughs> um. So, uh, do you have anything so far that you feel is a miss for this game? Um, the, uh, the little, like, notification thing on the Y button. Yes. That's always on the bottom left of your screen. Just constantly like, hey, you caught a Pokemon. You caught a Pokemon. You started a mystery trade. And it's like, yeah, I know I fucking did it. So... As you, Those are really annoying. Like as you as you move and you you kind of grow with it, um, mm. 
it starts to show other people more. Um, but it's still really annoying because you can't interact with those. You can't interact yeah. with that post. You have to find them wherever else. Yeah. So it's, it is weird. Cause it's like, it'll like, I guess I can see the case where that would be useful where it's like, Hey, you're the, this person on your friends list, you know, nice worm caught a whatever. And I'm like, Oh shit. I really want that. I'll trade something that you want for that thing that you just got right mm-hmm. but like you can't just click on it and interact with it you can't even like if you open the y button menu you can't even see the things that are scrolling by no no it and it it's very nintendo on how they control on how they did that it's an online it it's feature like, and it it's, feels it's this like... online like social feature that doesn't effectively do anything right yeah that's the only miss I've seen, really. I mean, like, people complaining, especially before the game was actually out. Like, this was something that I guess we could have interacted more with last week if we had the chance. But, like, people were, like, getting super pissy about... Like, this This is the most critically I've ever seen anyone look at a video game. <laughs> and it's Pokemon, yeah. of all things. You know what I mean? On the Switch. Like, this is not something where I expect the best graphics of all time. This is not something where I They expect, are phenomenal. They're really good. You though. know, it's it's a lot better than you would think. Oh, yeah. Like, this is better than I was expecting it to look. But, like, the the level of hate going towards Game Freak on this is, like, astonishing to me. Um, I guess I shouldn't be surprised because this is the internet that we're talking about. But it, it was just... It was crazy that people were, like... I mean, one of the biggest hashtags in the world on Twitter for the last week was Game Freak lied. And it's like, I guess that was based on somebody saying, um, in an interview, they were like, well, the main reason why we're cutting out uh, like historical, like older generation Pokemon mm-hmm. is that it's just in- insanely difficult to balance at this point. Like, it's, it's you know, they're, they're removing a bunch of moves and they're removing a bunch of old Pokemon because it's like, no matter what happened in our game, the meta was always, you know, Mega Charizard, uh, you know, get a high level Gyarados or whatever. Like it was always the same Pokemon in the meta mm-hmm. of like high level play. So they wanted to change that by, you know, literally removing that option. Um, Speaking of that, like, I have a Gyarados. You know, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely going to get a Gyarados. Uh, I have the Magikarp already. But then, they, you know, they went on and they were like, oh, there's other reasons too. Like, you know, we didn't want to have to do these we didn't want to have to do xyz on these certain things and you know we didn't want to do mega evolutions because we're doing something different so we took out all the mega evolutions and you know we're making new models and everything and we didn't we're making new animations we didn't want to have to redo that for every pokemon and then apparently some idiot posted some like 3d like polys of different pokemon Mm -hmm. and they're like okay yeah so the number of polys is different but they still look really similar it's like yeah, it's the same fucking Pokemon, dumbass. Yeah, it's not gonna. I mean, no matter how much you change the, um, like level of detail. Yeah, level of detail. I mean, you can put more polys in just for the sake of having more polys, but it's right. not going to. It's not going to change necessarily anything. make it look significantly different. What is changing in this is the 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 painting, like basically the painting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've noticed uh, sometimes they do things that um 
they do things in their old way. Um, if you look at that, what is that red fox uh, Pokemon that's dark type? Um, red fox Pokemon yeah, that's it's a, dark type. It's a one of the ones you can get really early on. It's a fox. It's red. Oh, it's it's called like Swipe It or something. Yeah, I can't. It's like a thief joke. Yeah, it's it's like a yeah a, a thief dark Pokemon, but yeah. it's red and black. If you look at it, you can see that its ears are really crisp. Its body is really crisp. It's a solid color. Mm-hmm. All of it works really well. But then when you get to its tail, its tail is like a bigger bulb that's mm-hmm. kind of touching the ground. It almost looks like it's a vacuum hose that's like sucking up yeah, dirt yeah. on the ground. So, yeah, it's um the, the, it's it's Pokédex entry says that it uses its tail to like erase its footprints. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. That's insanely good. Yeah. But if you look at its tail, its tail, it's um uh like texture on its tail is a lot mm. less crisp than everything else. Yep. It's very muddy, um, yep. and it's because that, like that, um, that map that they did that they did the painting on when they laid it out is much smaller than like uh, like a much smaller size than uh, maybe the rest, the rest of, of its body, or yeah. it was just cut weird. Um, maybe they couldn't figure it out. Maybe the rest of the body is the exact same size, but it's all a solid color. And the ears mm-hmm. are on a different like spot on the map, so um, so so you know kind of you know change you know changes that. So it has that crisp edge where they couldn't do that on the tail. Um, right. But that's what's really uh, one thing I've really noticed is um, they're like uh, roughness and metallic and you know those maps that they might not have put in previous games are now mm. in there and it's allowing it to have a little bit more shine or a little more dull like the, the like it'll look more matte or right. you know depending on what um you know what they're going for um and yeah. i think that's the really really big change with um going from Graphically. last game to this game yeah yeah uh but redoing the models was a good idea and how could they have put in um uh, the entire pokedex how is that possible <laughs> Um, I, I mean, a lot of people are complaining you know, about that, and it's like that's yeah. not possible. I mean, part of the issue is that in the past, they only had to, like, they didn't have to redo any of the graphics; they would just import it, right, right, right. And you would do a little bit. I guess they first started really carrying stuff on. I mean, really from the first games, but you know, whatever you remake in Ruby and Sapphire is still going to be good, pretty much through you know black and white or something like. The stuff used to last a lot longer because they didn't really upgrade their graphics significantly. Mm-hmm. Whereas now it's like you know they're trying to move on. They're trying to go into you know this is this is sort of a you know being on a mainstream console. This is sort of a new era for Pokemon, right? Very much so. And they're especially coming out at sixty dollars. It's like this is a full retail release. You know we consider this to be on the same scale as you know any other $60 game yeah so this is Pokemon coming out in in a new way and they have to do things a little differently now so and like people are just for some reason unwilling to accept that it's like and not only that but again this is true of a lot of things that people get really mad about this is for kids you're mad because you're not a kid anymore (laughs) that's probably part of it yeah which is like understandable sure but I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's that's not going to change. Nothing, it's not going to get better. Yeah, there's nothing we it's can. It's not for you anymore. 
Yeah, nothing we can do about that. But right. the one thing that these you know these people don't really understand this the one thing that they're not grasping is they think when people make a video game, they have unlimited amounts of resources and they can put as much in as they want. Mm-hmm. And the only reason they're not putting the entire Pokedex in is because they're lazy. Right. In real, it's realistically, like, it's because there is no way they could make that happen on this system and keep the game running at full with, capacity. With, like, time and budget. And it's, it's like... It's not, yeah. I mean, well, time, so, you know, budget, it is, and then It is true space. that... Um, yeah, they have to make it fit on a fucking cartridge. Well, and they don't have to make it all fit on a cartridge. They could they could have done something, yeah. sure, with a download. But how big how much room do you have on your Switch? I know I have right. 64 gigs. If they put in every Pokémon, it's going to run up like 30 gigs, 40 gigs. You know what I mean? I mean when you download massive. those um when you download those uh like HD texture packs, like 4K texture packs for games. Yeah. That's not the game, just the textures tend to be like 70 80 90 gigs it's massive you're it's massive you're choosing to make the game as good as it can be by doing right. that and that's not something that's realistically possible for something that goes on a cartridge that is about the width of my pinky right <laughs> and even if that if you it's a glorified it, sd card yeah if you download it you just download it sure you could but how big's your sd card i know mine's right. like 64 gigs or whatever i mean are they so here's a question. Are, is Nintendo allowed to, or like, you know, people that are developing for the Switch, are you allowed to release a game that's bigger than the default storage on the Switch? Because essentially what you're doing is you're making it so it's impossible to play without to buy another item. Yeah. Right. So are you even allowed to do that? I really doubt you are. And if they had went that route and put everything in anyway... They would have bitched, oh, I have to buy this other thing to play this game I'm not going to play. Oh, so now I have to buy an SD card just to play Pokemon? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, it it was people that were going to be bitching about it either way. So it's like, they can go ahead and bitch about that. They can go ahead and bitch about, um, oh, they're not all in here. Or the Pokemon team can go, okay, let's create our new like set of Pokemon. Mm. Let's put in a lot of the Pokemon that are pretty close to that newest set. And then we'll kind of handpick the other ones that need to be in there. Right. And when we start to hear people talk about it, let's create a small little allotment of room that we can do an up like uh, an update and put in some of these Pokemon people are crying uh, for. Right. And yeah, we don't know if they're going to be adding anything additional. I mean, they I assume they do. are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, it's crazy to me that people would complain about that specific thing when they know. Look. I mean, you can read it anywhere. There's, it just doesn't work that way. It feasibly yeah. we can't do that and keep it playable to all audiences. And then yeah. on top of that, hey, we're going to do you that service anyway. And you know, we're, like I'm sure they're o- open to suggestion. They're listening to what yeah. people want to see. I mean, I-, I haven't seen a Pokemon that's not in the game yet that I really want. Like, yeah. I, like I, I don't, for me, like, I'm like yeah. Oddish and Gengar, or uh, Oddish and Ghastly. I need those two in the game, and I'll be good. And I've already yeah. seen. I, I heard someone say they saw a Haunter, and I've already myself seen an Oddish, so or um, uh, a Gloom. So, I mean, I, I know I'm good, and I'm sure you have yeah. your own set of you know a few Pokemon that you'd like to see. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not 
like I, I typically when I play these games I try to get all newer Pokemon because mm-hmm. I don't like if I wanted all the Pokemon from Gold and Silver I would just go play Gold and Silver right sure like so I, I you know I have new favorites each time I play basically mm-hmm. um, so yeah I mean I'm happy with what I've seen so far yeah definitely so um, you know the game does uh, does do one thing that's a little um, I guess frustrating to, to start mm-hmm. out uh, it, it dumps you into this wild area um right before this big town the first like big big town you get to and this area is wide open um i started noticing like i ran into a pokemon that was level 15 and i was like that's doable (laughs) Um, i ran into one that was level 50 (laughs) yeah exactly and as you push on you start running into 50 like you'll run into like 28 and then like 37 and then 50 and you're just like, God damn! Like, Whoa. I need to start throwing I, Pokemon dolls. I guess I need to turn around. I I literally yeah. ran out. I think I might have one now, and I got that wow. from like a kid in town. That's like, here, yeah. use this. Um, but you obviously can't go. <laughs> like you can't. You're not expected, expected. to like a hundred percent the wild. Area. Yeah, they're like, please come back here, and yeah. that's a little frustrating because there's no like zonal area you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's not like okay this is that zone i know you know i shouldn't go beyond it and that's fine um right so i want it's definitely um get my ass kicked yeah it really reminds me of i've heard this with uh another game that we're going to talk about here in a minute but it's also very similar with like the hinterlands in dragon age inquisition Mm -hmm. where it's like you know you're expected to come back to this place like five 10 20 times right yeah like you're this is not your one shot and then you move on like um and the game does not do a great job of explaining that i don't think and then you just kind of get tossed out and you're kind of lost the first so it's like just run through grab a couple pokemon and then move on to the city because you know the game there's really no reason to spend two hours in the wild zone at this point in the game we're watching a live stream of pokemon obviously uh, mm. And the guy that was playing that was playing this named all of his things, and like initial dash dog d a w g. His character That's is funny. named Z Dog. His starter, which was um, uh, Score Bunny, is S Dog. He just got yep. Pikachu P Dog. Mouth is M Dog. M Dog. P Dog. What's up, Dog? <laughs> That's what they call me. <laughs> oh man, dumb. What is this up, Dog? Um, but yeah, I mean, so, so far, um, there's a few small gripes of just things that are like a little out of the way. Like I find camping to be a little, um, yeah, it's a little lame. It's, it's lame. It's, it doesn't be do too much for you. Uh, yeah. and you, I mean, every time I've ever done it, I've had to be with another player mm. and I'm like, that's really weak. Um, I do like the, um, Dynamax fights, like the giant yeah. fights. Um, it, it makes it slow down a little bit, but it's just so cool looking that I'm forgiving it currently. Yeah, have have you caught anything really cool? Uh, yeah, I got a couple. Uh, I got the the binacle, the like the barnacle looking guy with the two heads. Okay. And then I also got a weird little crustacean thing. I'm not really sure what it, is. it seems like a newer gen version of like Caputo. Oh, that's cool. So I'm excited about that one. Yeah. Um, I know Pasty. He got a Togepi. Um, wow. And I ended up getting uh, a Natu. That was the second one I caught. Nice. The first one I caught was uh, an Alex. I think how that one was pronounced. It turns into, I think, Tyranitar. 
It's the smallest version of the the basic version of Tyranitar. Oh, um, Larvitar. Uh, is it Larvitar? Maybe it's not that one. Hold on. Let me see. It's like a. I think it's maybe one of the newer dragons that you got. I really want to catch one of those little goo things. Gudra? Goomy? Something like that. Goo! Um, goo! Yeah, maybe I was off on what it turns into. It turns... Yeah, it's... Um, Axu? It turns into... Fracture? It's like a dinosaur-looking Pokemon that has like, like two thing, like two tusks coming sideways, like out of its mouth. Mm -hmm. um, and the okay, yeah, yeah, I know. Last who one it turns into is Haxor. Uh, Haxor. Okay. Yeah, I, I was off. On yeah, they look. Ones. They look very. Um, yeah, I was. They off. look very similar to the Tyranitar brand. Yeah, yeah, I was off on the first one. I and it it was. Like Dynamax. It looks just like, uh, it looks just like the other guy. So yeah, I can see why that would be confusing. Yeah. That's cool. Though. And, it, and not only that, but I haven't been super into the last couple Pokemon games, so like I don't know some of these Pokemon. Right. I'm like, oh, is that a new guy? And it's not. <laughs> and Grim over here, he said he's liked almost everything he's seen so far, even the big long cat. Yeah. If you stretch me oh, out, yeah. he becomes a ferret, right? Yeah, I mean. Have you seen Something the like that, Galarian right? version Weasel. of Meowth? Yeah, little fuzzy guys. Yeah, he has a full, like... Uh, it's cool, it's a big beard. He has a big old beard that you know he has birds living in. Mm. So that's cool. Alright, I think we spent a decent amount of time on Pokemon. Um, yeah. So we will go ahead and move on. Um, I think I missed one that I was playing uh, to put in here. So let me grab that real quick. Um, nice. I will go ahead and just move on to the, you know, the other game that the game that I played like first. So I'm kind of working in like definitely out of order. Um, I uh, I've been playing Pokemon most recently. Mm. Uh, before that, I was playing the game that I'll talk about last, and then the first yeah. game that I was playing for these like last two weeks, um, and I did beat and I wrapped up uh, the Outer Worlds. Um, so that game was a, a lot of fun. It told a really good story. It made me immediately want to go back and play it again um, when nice. I was wrapped up. Uh, the decisions that you make matter, and it changes how things um, kind of progress. Uh, there are some confusing bits, as there were some planets that never I never went to that mm. were listed on the like map and everything. Yeah. I don't know what that's about, and it bothers me. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, getting closer to the end of the game, um, I mean, of course, you're not getting, like, really new armor. You're just upgrading your current armor. You're not getting new weapons. You're just kind of outfitting them different. Um, and uh, the, the characters um, still super stand out. Like, you can do things that make factions like two factions become friends mm -hmm. and that's interesting where typically you would see especially in like like fallout new vegas these two people hate each other 
and they're going to hate each other forever. And you have to choose mm-hmm. a side, and whatever chi- side you choose, that other side's going to hate you now because you chose the wrong side. And right. they've kind of fixed that a little bit with this. Um, you know, depending on the path you can take, there are some ultimatum decisions. Um, but it's you know it's it's really well done. That's the best thing I can say about it. The game's really well done. Um, it's you know it, it's not the longest game I've ever played, uh, but again, it did make me want to go back and play it again. Maybe try it on a harder mode, um, making some different decisions, being an asshole, choosing all those asshole things to say rather than trying to be the good guy. Um, right. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to a dumb playthrough too. Exactly. Yeah, and complete idiot playthrough. I played. I, I played the line. I towed the line between good guy and idiot on my first playthrough <laughs> because I like saying the salty things. Um, but yeah, it's um, it, it it's it's fun. Uh, I recommend uh, definitely grabbing this one. I imagine it'll drop if you know the people that are watching or listening haven't um, picked this one up yet. I imagine it'll drop here uh, for the holiday season, and I recommend for sure grabbing it then. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but- it's uh, it's definitely a good one. I mean, also it's available on. Uh- uh, game pass on xbox and also on pc so yeah. if you have those already also we have some more news of that later but game pass is really cheap right now to sign up if you're not already doing it yeah so for a first time could be uh, a good way yeah for a first right. time people to sign up so uh but yeah we'll get more into that the other game that i picked up while i was waiting kind of in between not while i was waiting you know this is going to be something that i'll also be playing a bit more of um mm. but uh i got into death stranding um it is very weird um hell yeah it's it's super weird um everything from the product placement to all of hideo kojima's friends um but what it does right like you just can't it's monster energy it's hard to explain yeah the fucking monster energy the product placement so weird and when you take a shit it, you, okay, yeah. okay, I have to explain this. Everything you do, bodily fluid-wise, happens in the shower. Everything? Everything. Uh, is, are we getting Daddy Reedus to be letting out his little cummies in this I'm game? not sure. I haven't got that far. I'm thinking that's a chapter three or four kind of thing. Um, I'm going to go beat off in the shower. But what made me laugh was the first thing I do is it says uh like urinate and i was like okay he walks yeah. he walks into the shower the thing door slides or actually at the f- foot of the shower like where you would like turn well you would turn handles normally or whatever but you flip switches in this one so you flip mm-hmm. the switches um and he flips the right one and out by the feet like right under the switches comes this little like receptacle mm-hmm the doors slide closed. You assume he pisses on it. He comes down. He sits down on the bed. And he looks right over at the camera and winks at you. Okay. What? Why did he wink at me? I have questions. The fuck? He's jacking off in the shower. The second thing it offers, of course, is listed right under that, is uh, take a shit. So, go mm-hmm. ahead and take a shit. That door receptacle comes out. Door slides closed. Um, mm. And there's a banner that like hides because it's like glass as the doors slide closed it's like glass it's glass doors and it has like right. a banner that's an ad and it says watch a uh, ride with norman Reedus on amc <laughs> i'm not even kidding <laughs> yeah i know um so that happens 
uh, and then I, you know, get back out. The last thing you can do, obviously, is take a shower. The receptacle doesn't come out. Um, I don't know why you can't multitask, uh, mm. but you can't. Um, and, you know, he takes a shower and doesn't hang on. Uh, you do see cheek. Too bad. Ooh. Um, so Ooh. if that's your uh, jam, then, you know, that's your jam. Um, but everything, my jam. everything you do gives you different types of, like, weapons. So it collects, the drain collects your shower, like some bath water, and then you sell mm-hmm. it on, like, eBay. Gamer Girl bath water, got it. Right. Um, as well as, uh, that that is called, I think it's the, um, like, zero grenade. Mm-hmm. There's also a number Piro one grenade. grenade and a number mm. two grenade. Oh. Uh, and you know what those are. Um, uh-huh. So there's number three grenade. I haven't seen a number three, but there is a number four, and that's where you take a number two while holding hands with your friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything is about likes in this game, which I don't understand. Right. I still haven't got that concept yet. Mm. How many likes do I get if I take a massive shit in the shower? <laughs> Stop it! Stop her on down. That's like that's, that sounds like negative. That's a num- that sounds like hate. That would be a number three mm-hmm. because you're getting that bath water, which. <laughs> Yeah, Gamer Girl Bathwater plus uh, Daddy Rita's poo-poos. Poo-poos. Um, so it's so weird. I, 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 and even at that, when you go into, and we're watching on the live uh, live stream, um, this, uh, you know, like, homeroom or whatever, this, like, private room, I think is what they call it. Um, mm. It's the only thing, only place that you go that you don't have... Uh, like control of your character, you can't walk around in here and look at stuff. You have to literally like just sit on the bed and rotate the camera around Norman Reedus to see the things behind him, and then just select the things that are in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very. It, it doesn't. I don't know. It. It's probably a saving space kind of thing, but I don't know. It's. It, it's odd. Um, but then out in the world. The, the movement is really um, is, is actually really cool and fun mm-hmm. um, you kind of have to Tetris your uh, what you're carrying uh, you can only carry so much and it does you know that level those levels do change um, as you get uh, you know as you carry more you know make more deliveries um, but one of the things that people really haven't been talking about I haven't heard a lot of people talking about is mm. in the overworld you can build stuff that other people can use. Um, yeah. So there's this first big settlement that you're at, and then there's a way station kind of right off the, the you know off the beaten path. It's one of the first places you end up going. Um, so you know, hopefully, no one feels like that's a spoiler. Um, mm. And as you're getting to this way station, when you try to leave. Um, you have to go back the way you came. You have to backtrack, and then if you want to go away from that first town you started from to go toward, like, maybe something new, um, you have to backtrack first and then kind of go through this canyon. Um, and there's a big canyon right off the side of this, and I saw someone had created a bridge there, but they didn't create anything else, and I created a massive bridge. Like, I was like, there's no way it's going to reach that far, um, but it somehow did. And, this, yeah, I created this really massive bridge just to make it easier for people to, um, 
like access that area or you know take a different route without backtracking and um you know other players can you know like you know they can like it and um you know of course like use it and upgrade it themselves too uh so Mm. it's kind of cool um but i i think my favorite thing is just seeing what the character is capable of what he's capable of carrying and like how he handles himself like while moving at a very fast speed or what happens when he falls and all this shit goes flying um it's it's i don't know it's a very weird game and i just did the first like boss fight and that was uh you know that that was an experience itself i don't want to don't want to spoil like what it is but you Mm -hmm. know it was it, it was a fight it, it was a fight on the level of a fight like you would kind of feel in like like un, like uncharted or okay. like the last of us you know it, it has yeah. it has that kind of um, that kind of pull so it's not like a, a, a boss fight in Metal Gear Solid where you just wait for 45 minutes and the old man dies <laughs> no nope that's not how that works um, but yeah it's it, it's very weird like um, Hideo Kojima, he's definitely, uh, you know, has he has thrown his full back out, jacking himself off with this game. Um, but it's <laughs> it it's it's really good. Um, for what it is, and mm-hmm. that that shouldn't like hopefully make anyone run out to grab this game because it's not for everyone. Um, yeah. And it definitely shouldn't turn people away and being like, well, he said it's good for what it is. Um, so that shouldn't deter anyone either. Um, you got to have an I open mean, mind. When yeah, the core it. of that is it's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of confusion around what your character can do and what this bridge baby can do. Mm-hmm. And they well, Mostly what you can do, as far as I understand, is uh, poop and pee in the shower. Yes, you poop and pee in the shower. Um, full respect which you know i'm glad we're getting this out in the open and we're able to talk about it you know Mm -hmm. um everybody pees in the shower and sometimes poops sometimes it's no big deal it might be a little bit of an accident but it is what it is um but like what this like there there's like a connection between the living world and the dead world Mm -hmm. and your character can sense the dead and the dead right. fucking destroy people. And it's not right. even like they kill people. They create craters and they remove an entire sub, like group of people, an entire town, right. off the map. They just remove it. Um, you can sense them. The bridge baby can see them. Mm-hmm. So when you connect into them, you're sharing kind of like the, um, like the same mental space. Um, yeah. So you can't exactly see them like the bridge baby does, but you can see like outlines. Like I know this is where they're going to be. Um, so it's a really interesting dynamic. The most interesting dynamic in this game is between the main character uh, Sam and the bridge baby that he mm-hmm. saved because they were going to throw it in a furnace. So very weird. Um, but uh, I, I do recommend people to um, you know check this one out. Uh, it's it, it you know if you, if if you can, it tells the story is incredible. The gameplay is pretty good. It's pretty fun, um, and it just it 
it's more of a wonder thing. Like, uh, are you are you the type of person who is content playing the same football and shooter game every single year and buying it, or are you interested in something different? Yeah. And if you're interested in something different, this is something to go and play. Yeah, I'm very interested in this. So uh, I'll have more, um, hopefully, to say about this in the coming weeks after I've spent some more time with it. Um, as I said, I'm just past the first. I think I just got into Chapter 3. Um, so I haven't even really got into the like meat of this game. Like I've ran into the enemies a couple times. I've built a couple things. I feel like I just got through the tutorial, to be honest. Nice. Um, and I probably played like 16 or 20 hours. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll have more to say about this in the future. Um, so with that, why don't we go ahead and move into, uh, the good old games releasing. Uh, but before we do that, why don't we, uh, uh, go ahead and shamelessly plug ourselves as the people are watching this live. You can always, uh, check us out. Um, over on facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc uh go over there check out all the top game news that we talk about here and more um you know and chat with us on the daily we appreciate all the likes comments and shares over there uh you can also uh follow us on twitter at mammoth games inc so you know when we go live and do stuff just like this um sharing some different stuff over there you know because we have contact with some people that uh, and developers, I feel like, more use uh, Twitter more than anything else. Um, so we can get that kind of like, uh, you know, like, um, like finger on the pulse of what is exactly happening in studios over on Twitter. So mm-hmm. uh, go ahead and follow us over there, and uh, we appreciate that as well. But let's go ahead and jump into the game's releasing. Yeah. So um, we're going to cover two weeks the previous week that just happened so you guys might already know what came out then yep and also this upcoming week uh so we're gonna go ahead and start on monday the 11th uh with romancing saga 3 uh, that came out on ps4 xbox switch vita and pc from square enix uh you'll never guess that it is the third romancing saga game the fuck you say it's very like jrpg style um you know Nothing really crazy unique going on here. Uh, it's no Octopath Traveler or anything. It's just, you know, they're continuing this popular series. Um, I believe the first two uh, Romancing Saga games just recently got translated to English. This had traditionally just been a game released in the East and not in the West. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know, something notable there. Uh, people that are really into JRPGs will probably enjoy this. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, it's not something that... Like, I've heard of it before, never got into yeah. it. I, I would be interested to hear, you know, what some people do think about this, ultimately. Um, yeah. It is... It looks much different than I imagined. I don't know why. Mm. Um, but, yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. And that's, uh, that's, of course, coming out on damn near everything. Yep. It's coming out on the Vita. To give you guys context on how far it's God, coming out. I, I can't believe Sony even allows people to release shit on the Vita anymore. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, you want to give us a little bit of money, I guess. Um, Great. Can't wait to make that 40 bucks. Coming out Tuesday. Uh, well, came out Tuesday the 12th. PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, and iOS from Breadcrumb Interactive. Yaga. Yes, yeah, so this is like a... Um, isometric 
action, um, I don't know, fantasy game. Uh, it's obviously the Yaga that they're referencing is the Baba Yaga, the Russian uh, witch, I guess. Yeah. Um, what is that? It, it, like, does it? That's not the one that kidnaps children. Sure. Is it? Everybody kidnaps children out here. Okay. So uh, the main pull of this game, it seems like, to be a pretty cool um, animation style. Um, you're kind of like a, you seem to be kind of like a smith or something, and you're like making special weapons for your uh, like right hand, which is missing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like a bunch of Baba Yaga shit, and then there's kind of crazy animation going on. So it's basically like. Um, Sort of almost reminds me of like a Hyperlight Drifter or something with like just a cool art style. Um, not doing anything crazy original as far as like gameplay or anything, but uh, kind of a interesting little story. Okay. Uh, again, Baba Yaga is uh, a deformed, ferocious looking old woman uh, in Russian fairy tales. She flies around, with, uh, flies around in a mortar and wields a pestle. Um, yep. And dwells deep within a forest uh, in a hut usually described as standing on chicken legs. Mm -hmm. Very weird. Um, Yeah, Russian people are crazy. Yeah, this one's interesting. They always be talking about that kind of shit. Yeah. So neat. Um, Yeah, seems cool. Yeah, it seems like a cool little story. Um, And, uh, you know, the art style is pretty, uh, pretty cool on this one. Yeah, I'd love to see a little... I, I could see them doing a little animated show or something with that style. Sure, yeah, it would probably be uh, it would probably be pretty good. Um, Thursday, the fourteenth, we had uh, Age of Empires two definitive for PC. Right, so yeah, this is just a you know art style remaster, and I think they re- redid some balance of some of the maps and stuff. <laughs> um, not something that I'm particularly interested in. Yeah, not my just jam, because. But... I mean, I did play. Age of Empires 2 a lot when it was relatively new. Mm-hmm. But it's just one of those things that it's hard to go back to, you know, 1999 gameplay style. <laughs> I was playing um, Heroes of Might and Magic. Yeah. That's what uh, this reminds this is, me of. Just the type of game that I was playing at the time. Yeah. That rivals this would be more like Heroes of Might and Magic for me. It's definitely dated. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's cool for what it is. Uh, it's available on PC for Game Pass. Um, otherwise, I, I believe it's a full price, uh, you know, either 50 or $60, something like that. For sure. Um, so if you were a, like, massive fan and you and your friends used to play this all the time, then this would be a good one to check out. I, also interesting that we're getting ready for the release of Age of Empires 4. We still haven't seen too many details on that. So this could be them kind of testing the waters to see, like, you know, do people want the same style of game we've been making all along, or do they want to see something new? Right. So... Um, you know, could be interesting to see how that plays out. Definitely. Um, don't really have a lot to say on it because it's all been said twenty years ago. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It has. All right. Coming out the same day. Came out the same day. Uh, Thursday the fourteenth for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, and Mac. Uh, we have Sparklight. Yeah, I don't know too much about this one. T- yeah, I don't know too much about this one. I haven't really heard about it. it- but it looks kind of cool. Yeah, the trailer that we're checking out is um, for the Switch. This looks like it would be something pretty cool to play on the Switch, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a... Uh, uh, it, it's like a pixel art 
style uh, adventure game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so think of something like, um, it looks like a dungeon crawler, to be honest. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, think of like Legend of Zelda, but with, um, what was that game? Celeste? Yeah. Their art style, yeah, yeah, yeah. but with uh, like a Legend of Zelda dungeon crawly. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, honestly, I don't have too much to say on this just because I was not really aware of it. Um, right. But it is, yeah, it is something that looks pretty cool. Uh, if, you know, if you're itching for a um, a dungeon crawler and you're really into that, uh, you're really into the indie scene. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, the last game that we have coming out on Thursday the 14th, uh, this one coming from Insomniac. Uh, for the Oculus Rift, we talked about it a while back. Stormland. Hell yeah! This game looks so sick. Stormland looks pretty cool. Yeah, I'll be excited to see if I can get it on the Quest at some point. Um, I'm not sure if it requires that extra power of the Rift. Yeah. Um, I mean, I will say, um, graphically, this game is fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I mean. We see a lot of really good-looking games, you know, all the time. We're kind of spoiled with it. Um, but mm-hmm. this one, uh, getting something that, that looks this good on uh, VR is a, is kind of something to behold. Um, I mean, we can get some pretty good games on the VR, but um, I don't know. Am I, am I missing something? Are there really, really good-looking games for uh, VR that are like this quality? I mean, this is pretty high. Typically, the graphics are the thing that takes the hit. Right. Um, it's just, like, really difficult to get an engine capable of running really good graphics while you're also having to re-render everything, every micro-movement that people make. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, this is probably one of the best-looking ones out there. Yeah, and um, this was the one where I think you were a, uh, like, a discarded robot. robot. And, and you kind of, like reanimate and you notice that the world's kind of been taking over and you're trying to reclaim it um mm-hmm. i don't know exactly what has taken it over your character seems like he has some powers there's weapons of course it is a first person um it is a first person uh i, I guess shooter like action adventure shooter um yeah but I'm not too sure on, uh, you know, on the details, on the movement, on, um, you know, like like all of the fine details that, you know, kind of make right. the game super good. Um, but outwardly, this looks great. Everything that we've seen, like, he does this, like, uh, Olympic-style, like, pole vault over the shield while shooting in this mm-hmm. one piece of this video. Um, that's really, really cool. Uh, and I do remember um, being really excited when this game was first announced. Yeah. So, um, if you haven't seen the Stormland, like a, a trailer for Stormland, go check that out. If you have the capability, I would definitely say throw these guys the uh, uh, throw these guys the um, the buy on this one uh, to mm-hmm. show them, hey, this is important. We do need, we like this. This is cool. Um, but yeah, that's the last one that we had for um, the 14th, so we'll keep moving on. Um, 
On Friday the 15th, we had two games come out that we've already talked about. Um, so right. we don't really need to go over them any further. We had uh, For the Switch from Game Freaks, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um, and the other one that we had talked about a little bit um, for PS4, Xbox One, and PC from EA and Freespawn. Uh, Star Wars yep. Jedi Fallen Order. Of course. Um, so we'll be hearing a bit more about those two, I, I imagine. Uh, yeah, we're continuing to play. Yeah, as we move on. Um, so we'll get on to the last one that we have. Um, I would say probably a bit controversial. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, for PS4 and PC, uh, Shinmu 3. Yes. So long awaited, I guess. 18 years. I don't know. This is one of those things that's like, this This doesn't have to continue. Um, so, I mean, it kind of has to continue so they can fulfill certain orders. Well, I mean, yeah, they did the Kickstarter. They did a thing. Kickstarter. Um, I, I just don't understand how. It was one of the more successful Kickstarters at the time. Yeah. And it's like, I, I just don't see who's out here begging for Shenmue 3. If you want to, I mean, like, the Shenmue thing was, like, taken up by the Yakuza series. Okay. Right? Was of like, okay, you're it's it's primarily martial arts and stuff, but then you're also just living a life and you can go do little mini games and just hang out and stuff. Yeah. Like I did not play the Shenmue game, so obviously, you know, that plays into my opinion of it. But I just don't understand what the big demand is. That would be like if somebody like came back and made a sequel to like uh what were the like live action video PC games with like like Wing Commander. Okay. Like if somebody came and made a Wing Commander game, those games didn't die out because the technology went away or because of some weird obscure reason. They died out because they weren't popular and they weren't good. <laughs> you know? Yeah, this I, I this looks like shit. I, this does not look like a modern game. It looks like a PS2 game. It does look like an older game. They like even on this tree we're looking at, they're heavily using um like cards to create foliage. Um and it looks fine it's just not a modern version of that um, yeah it doesn't look even close to modern the main character looks terrible yeah. it looks horrible i um, mean his eyes look like they're like flat like painted on like it, some certain things that they show look okay but then you like get a better look at it and it looks bad again yeah the, i think one of their really 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 big issues is their animations yeah. none of them are believable they're super stiff. Yeah, the the character's face does not move, like while it's well, doing things. It'll just be a stagnant, yeah, like thing. Not only that, but they're like, they're showing like where characters are in fights and they're like making contact that in real life would like explode your spleen or whatever. And it looks like gentle. It looks like they're like patting each other. Yeah. So because there's just no like weight to it. So the textures look bad. It, <laughs> it just looks really bad. I mean, they, at the end of the day, they have to fulfill that order. And right. we will probably not see a Shinmu 4 um, mm. for another 20 years. Uh, and if we do, it's going to be because Sega has a like revitalization. Yeah. Um, I see what they were going for. And it, I think it ended up being maybe too many cooks in the kitchen kind of situation. It feels like mm-hmm. it's not... It do, it doesn't feel done because it's overdone. Mm. I mean, I, I think if they would have had 
um, a more like concise art style. When you look at something for so long, and it, it just starts to look normal. Mm-hmm. So I, I can see that's what happened with some of the characters here, especially that main character. They looked at it for so yeah. long, and they're like... It, it, it like It's like saying a word over and over again, where after a while you just don't even understand it anymore. Yeah, or it's like yeah. if you keep saying something... It's like when you hear a song for the first time and you hear a lyric wrong, and then you say the lyric wrong in your head for like 10 years, and then someone's like, did mm-hmm. you just say what I think you said there and that's not what the lyric is right you know that right yeah and then it kind of blows your mind a little bit it, it's kind of like that it's like they convince themselves like that this is good um only thing that i think could really save this game is if the gameplay is super good and the story is super good um mm-hmm. i can completely forgive graphics if they're doing something different like that um yeah so you know, there it, it does have a chance of being uh, redeeming, um, but I mean, for people like, that are like huge Shenmue heads, I'm sure they'll be happy to see a continuation of the story or whatever. This is supposed to be the conclusion, right? So uh, yeah, maybe I don't think they're positioning for Shenmue four, but like, I just, I mean, imagine if Half Life three came out and it looked like Half Life two, uh, you know, like <laughs> Star Wars. Republic Commando, uh, like it would be disappointing, and you know? and that's the problem, and that's a, that's why Valve refuses to make the number three of anything. Yeah, because at this point they're like, I'm at, well. At this point, back then, I think it was they were making a point of like, we don't need to create, keep creating the same, the same thing. thing. We can create yeah. new things, um, which I do really respect that. Um, but at this point, they're like, there's no way we could ever live up to that. Mm-hmm. And uh, another another great example would be. Um, EA. EA, EA, and it's not even something we're talking about. They abandoned the trademark for Skate. Ooh. Done. Ooh. Interesting to me. And that's like, I, I was like, pick it up. I was like, do we even need it? That's not something we need when we have these other two on the horizon. Yeah. They're phenomenal. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's not something that we, uh, you know, that we really need. Mm-hmm. Did that something just disconnected what ah oh, we're back uh we had a small uh, we had a small yeah. disconnection there during the live stream so interesting all good okay um but yeah so um that's the uh that's the old games coming out mm-hmm. that's um where i i don't I, I didn't really pick up anything that was like a missed game um i do actually have a quick uh beta to call out but i can't really we don't want to show anything off for it and don't want to talk about it too much but i did get into the beta for yes your grace which okay. is a new uh kind of pixel art kingdom management game sort of okay cool um so i will be talking about that in the future but for now uh I'm not supposed to say anything fair enough all right why don't we jump into uh the weekly news this will be kind of for two weeks i guess um and we've kind of trimmed it down into, you know, things that we like and things that we find important. Yeah, because obviously we could have had a lot, but try to stick to just more important stuff. We don't want to spend like 45 minutes on like, Hideo Kojima retweeted this director. Yeah. Which was a, a lot of that going on. There was a ton of that going on. There was um, uh, Bethesda closed his studio and then reopened uh, under a different, like, 
brand name. And yeah, basically all the same employees. All the same employees. Um, so you know, th- there was stuff like that that we, of course, could talk about. We're gonna, but we're gonna go ahead and jump into the more important things. Um, mm-hmm. So why don't we talk about uh, the new Square Enix game? Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I I don't know. I think we really did not get a whole lot of detail here, but Square Enix did basically say they're working on a new next gen action game new ip for quote high definition consoles interesting so the pc it's just going to end up being final <laughs> it's going to be final fantasy 7 part 2 it's going to be <laughs> yeah it's it's probably going to be like i don't know it's it's that kind of thing that's like it this is going to be some kind of final fantasy game cuz they make everything into a final fantasy game yeah um so. i mean they're working on Two big things right now. They're working on, um, of course, the Final Fantasy VII remake, which we will have, I think that's February. Uh, and then mm. they're working on the Marvel Avengers game. Crystal Dynamics is technically. Right. Um, and that one is May, I believe. Uh, so those are the big ones that they're working on. Um I can't, I'm trying to think of like what else that they're really, really like working with right now. Mm. I I don't know. Maybe maybe it is um, the next step for Final Fantasy. Um, I, I mean, they have some properties in their you know in their wheelhouse. It's a new um, it's a new IP. So it could be like, hey, this is going to be like the saving grace for something Final Fantasy. Or it's going to be, you know, um, it could go a lot of directions. They, I mean, they have a lot of like talented people for sure that work at their studio. So I'm hoping they kind of harness that. Um, did mm-hmm. that uh, Guerrilla Games type of thing. And, uh, you know, really broke it down to, well, what do we want to make? And what do we think is going to be in... Uh, you know, in three to five years when this game comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that's kind of that's the kind of thing that um, you know they need to look at. They need to figure out uh, like cyberpunk works really yeah. well because cyberpunk a, a cyber future is really something that is being talked about in uh, like pop culture a lot. Mm-hmm. So it works. Um, but uh, it's hard telling what that is. It, it is cool to start to see now, like, hey, we're making a next generation action, like, new IP for high definition consoles. We're going to start to see more of that rolling out here in the future, too. Yeah. So that's pretty yeah. cool. Um, so some pretty big news uh, coming from PlayStation as they continue to shake up their company. Um, uh I always mess up his name. Shu Yoshida is what I would know him as. Um, yep. Is uh, taking a smaller, I guess a smaller role. Um, he's working with uh, the indie dev teams now. Uh, and yep. the uh, managing director for uh, Guerrilla Games, he's now... Uh, he's, a, he's a co-founder of Gorilla Games and Managing Director has now been labeled the new head of Sony Worldwide, and that's Herman Hulst. 
Yeah, that's a pretty that's big jump. Big, big. And it's, um, this is this is kind of like when um, when uh, what Casey Hudson from Bioware was moved up into like a higher level managerial position at Xbox. Yeah. Uh, was it Xbox or EA or whoever it was? Uh-huh. Uh, it must have been EA because he came back. But um, yeah, he. Uh, I don't know. It's 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 such a big leap. I think we could see some really interesting, uh, you know, kind of new opinions on some, you know, worldwide studios movement. I whatever you know. I guess I, I don't know what to call him. Like, is he president? They keep saying the new head, but head is not a role in a company. Yeah. So he is. I guess it is president. He would be president. He's yeah. He's taking yeah, yeah. so role. You know, coming from, you know, Sony has not, as far as I can tell, they've not been particularly invested in Europe. So we could see that change. Yeah. They tend to be a very Japan and America-centric company. Um, you know, we could see him giving kind of what we consider, you know, not indie, but not necessarily AAA, that kind of double A level studio. Mm-hmm. We could see him giving them more time to shine and bigger budget. Um, you know... It's it'll be really interesting to see what uh, Herman wants to do. It's um, he, definitely like with all this other stuff that has changed, um, uh, we're gonna see like a new era of as far as their their theory of how they you know focus on publishing and everything goes. Yeah, yeah, and it's interesting because he pulls in a in in a different audience that. Uh, typically we don't see out of Sony. Out of Sony, we usually see someone like Shu Yoshida. Mm. Um, somebody who uh, relates really well to the Asian market. Um, mm. He relates pretty well to the American market, even though not everyone mm. understands like what he's going for. Um, right. But there's a lot of other places that are a little less accepting of that. Mm. Uh, so, you know, we have... Um, Herman here, who is a uh, you know a European, who is very well accepted in America, uh, who also has those connections with uh, Asia. You know, looking over at um, you know working recently with Kojima Production on Death Stranding. Um, yeah. So it's 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 a very interesting like altogether kind of. Uh, it, it's very mm. it, it pulls everyone together. I think um, and. I, I'm hoping that we'll see some stuff out of Sony uh, going into this next generation that we've never really seen before. Because yeah, it's I mean, we're, I think um, with the change, especially with Shu moving to the like indie branch, I think they are really going to focus on getting a bigger breadth of games from that kind of indie or smaller developer space, rather than trying to rely on really huge budget games. Yeah. Which I think is something that kind of Microsoft has learned in kind of fits and starts. Like, uh, you know, 360 had a big push for indie games and that kind of died out. Yeah. And they're just now kind of getting back to that with being able to put a lot of indie games on uh, Game Pass. So it's kind of interesting to see that basically all of the companies are all realizing at the same point, like, we really need to double down on... um, Giving the smaller guys the the stage a right. little bit more and sony did that a little early on as well i mean we had things like uh resogun um mm-hmm. and what was that other one uh, was it contrast 
Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Contra. Contra that, that I can't remember if that was the name of the game. I, I think so, but um, that one was really, really good, and it was not long. It was very um, like story driven. That was that was really cool. Um, so mm-hmm. I hope to see more of that, of course, as we enter this uh, next gen console race. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so. Uh, this next one's literally uh, your jam, a hundred percent. Yes. So this is a this is a rumor. Yeah. But it comes from somebody whose rumors typically tend to pan out, right? Sure. So uh, Jason Schreier over at Kotaku has said, uh, according to sources, Bioware is planning a complete overhaul for Anthem. Um. So, uh, you know, it seemed like probably the thing that you would expect and maybe even the smart thing to do would just to be you know keep anthem running as a service because you did you know it's it was promised to a certain extent that it would run for some amount of time but just kind of put it on the back burner mm-hmm. uh apparently um for what they're referring to in studio as anthem next or anthem 2.0 they're trying to do a big overhaul to try to bring it back um many of the details are still in flux and there's no timeline um and Developers at Bioware haven't even decided how it will be distributed. They don't know if it will be updates all at once or over an extended period of time. Um, Although it seems like they might be trying to do something similar to No Man's Sky where they just kind of suddenly change the shape of the game. Um, Yeah, this this one's interesting because didn't they cancel the roadmap? Like, everything that they were basically working yes. on for Anthem. So they did eventually do the Cataclysm, and everybody pretty much universally agreed that it was bad. Yeah. They were like, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but, like, this game, to me, from the outside, this felt dead. Um, mm. I picked it up. I played it. And I liked a lot about it. I loved being able to fly. Oh, the, the combat. The core gameplay is really good. It was all good. The pacing yeah. was dog shit. Yes. It, it like the, the story was non-existent. I mean, it was there, but you really had to dig for it, and it mm-hmm. just it it's they're a story studio, and let's not yeah. tell a story. So it's rough. It it, it was very rough, and it, it's it's bad because it had a lot of potential. Um, mm-hmm. So I would like to see that turn back around. I'd like to see them take yeah. that combat and all of that and like make it shine in the way that it should have when it first came out. You know, by wrapping it in a nice warm blanket that is a good story and that is, um, you know, paced well. Uh, I, I, I do, I, I love what they were doing. I like that you could do this stuff with other people. But what ruined that experience is there was no way... So if I'm checking something out and the mm-hmm. whatever guy that I teamed up with that they paired me with is just flying through the whole mission, it's going to c- constantly teleport me to his location as he hits checkpoints so we don't mm-hmm. get too far apart. That's not good. That's bad. Yeah, It's ruining literally the game for people who don't want to fly through it. It's giving people who are, you know, I, I don't want to say dicks, but who are dicks. Mm-hmm. The power to be dicks. <laughs> so, yeah. um, a, a, an overhaul of the way that everything is handled is uh, 
would be very smart, especially that loot system. Um, it, it, it was it was pretty poor. Um, I never felt like I really got things that I wanted. So, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, you're more of the Bioware guy here. Um, yeah, I would, I mean, it depends on what they're doing. So, Bioware does have two studios, right? Uh-huh. Um, the Bioware Austin is a lot more focused on the online stuff. But it seems like... Uh, so it's Bioware Austin and Bioware uh, Edmonton, I believe. So, you know, it seems like both studios are involved in trying to kind of patch Anthem up. I would say drop it and move on to Dragon Age Four. That's what I, that's what I like, figured. You'd learn say. your lesson. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and I mean, you know, Casey Hudson had even gone on to say, you know, we are still interested in, you know, looking at Mass Effect in the future. Take those gameplay elements that you like and put them in the next Mass Effect. Right. You know, it's, it's, uh, this seems like EA being sort of unwilling to give up on a dead horse that they've already sunk too much money into, you know, that, that kind of idea of the sunk cost fallacy. That's like, just because you spent a million dollars on something doesn't mean it's a million dollar idea. Right. Right. Like I buy stupid shit all the time. <laughs> Not so for a million like, dollars, but it would never know. Point made. So like. You know, sometimes it was just a bad... It, sometimes, even it, not even to say it was a bad idea. Sometimes it just doesn't work. No, I mean, it was a good idea, you know? and the idea can still be used. It doesn't have right. to be used And you know answer, that they learned so much during this process. Sure, yeah. So, you know, it's... it's uh, That's all stuff that can be taken and used in the future. This seems like EA saying, Hey, we gave you too much money for you to leave this in the past. You have to fix it. And it's like, that's true. It, it may not be fixable. And it definitely could be people at Bioware that's like, you know, my whole childhood I dreamed of working at Bioware and I finally got here and the first game I made is a shitter. Yeah. So, like, I don't want to be seen as the dude that made Anthem. I want to make Anthem good, you know? And, and I mean, that kind of mentality is... It's hard to say. That kind of Either mentality, way is bad. Yeah, that kind of mentality is a little, you know, like, it, I guess ignorance is probably the best word to use for it because... You're responsible. Those people are responsible for specific things, and they're not responsible if it fails or succeeds. They're responsible right. for making their piece, um, and whether those pieces all work together, I mean, that's not technically their job. That's someone else's job that puts it all together. And most importantly, like you said, even if it does all work together really well, if it comes out and people don't like it, I mean, who do you blame? Yeah, I mean, you know, the, sometimes people just don't like shit. Yeah, and you can't blame them. You can't blame yourself. It just people don't like what that was. That and that's yeah. fine. I mean, some when people go to movies, they they watch the movie and you know they decide if they like it. It's the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you decide if you liked that game or not. Um, you're not going to sway people really to think otherwise. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, I, I would say, like, don't stretch your resources. Do what you're... Ca- I mean, I, I think part of the issue with Anthem was stretching their resources to begin with, right? Yeah. So, to say, hey, we th- we did this... Something came out that wasn't very good. So, instead of saying, hey, let's make sure our next thing is better by learning all the lessons we can out of this, they're saying, well, let's fix that old thing and continue to make our new thing and just spread ourselves like too little butter on too much toast, you know? Uh-huh. Um, so I, I'm glad that Bioware, so they have two projects in the works. 
So somebody has been very early development on a Mass Effect project. We, we have no idea what that's going to be. And obviously, uh, Dragon Age 4 is in production. So, you know, I'm glad to see that Anthem wasn't like a death knell for the studio. And that could be part of EA's deal. It could be like, you know, we're letting you continue to exist. So you better fix this fucking game that we paid for. Like that, that's, that's very possible. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and it, nobody like, except for those people know for sure. I guess but. I see both sides of that one because I do see them going, like this is shit, and it needs to be fixed. Yeah. And yeah, we I give can you too see much them, money for you to put out shit like right, this. right. And I could see them taking that and going, okay, you're right. Let's put more money into this and fix it. Um, mm. But I see EA's point of like, why would we spend more money on? A brand new, you know, a brand new game that we're gonna just put these mechanics in for this old game that we're. If you that guys, we were last game was shit, right? right? So, I mean, Mass Effect will already have an audience, which is mm-hmm. good. Um, Dragon Age already has an audience. Dragon as well. Age, of course, yeah, same audience. But I'm, I'm looking at this as like using these anthem, you know, these anthem pieces in Mass Effect. Um, yeah. I don't know how that would... I mean, because the main component of Anthem is flying. Right. I don't know how that would work in Mass Effect. Just give them a fucking jetpack. I mean, they were they I were guess. on that way in Andromeda. Um, Andromeda had the like jetpack, the hovering... But that really gets rid um, of the... Almost like Firefly feel. That Mass Effect... I, I don't know why. I think Mass Effect should have that Firefly style feel. I, I I mean I don't know I'm accustomed to it you know you're on the ship you're on, like it doesn't have to be like the same ship or whatever you know things can happen right the Normandy yeah I but mean, it's like you know, watching Star Wars and them going okay it, it reminds me more of Star Trek because you know you kind of go to different places mm-hmm. I don't know but it's the same people it's the going same to the people different places going it's to, the same ship that they're on yeah like oh we're in medieval yeah. times and we're in the future and we're in you know western whatever mm-hmm. and that's a different feel than mass effect it's what you know when yeah. i think of mass effect so um i don't know they, they have some they have some opportunity here some some options and uh i'm pretty excited to not be the person who has to make those decisions yeah they're i mean it's they're in a tough spot yeah. anyway you look at it basically definitely and again, the the most painful thing about it is that Anthem was like so close. It was close. A little bit more, and it could have been really cool. Yeah, it was. And, uh, it was and that is, I would put that on the um, publisher for mm-hmm. you know setting up a time frame. Right. I mean, especially realizing. after uh, after those like the kind of development stories came out, where it's like. You know, we would go take this game and put it down in front of uh, Soderlund, you know, the head of EA at the time, and I think he still is. And he was like, no, this is shit. This is not what I paid you guys for. And it's like, wow. Like, imagine hearing that from your boss. Yeah. When you think you have something special, you know? So, it's it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. I don't know. I mean, you know, there's definitely blame to be had all around, but I... like, it, it was so close. It's terrible you know, it, because there are things that are so good about it. Exactly. And, like, it has all good parts. The parts just don't come together. Yeah. And so. it, it's all those middle parts that, yeah. like... And obviously, there's some major flaws. Like, you never get to... 
they had sold the game on, hey, you're going to be in this, like, walking, like, AT-AT, basically, and you, like, hang out with your crew in there and everything, and that didn't happen. Yeah, like, at all. There were some outli- outright, like, you know, this was just not able to make it in. Like, we just we just couldn't do this. Yeah. Um, that definitely really hurt it. And a lot of that might have come down to... Time and budget. Time, budget, and what they had to focus on after release. Right. So, So, yeah. It's tough. That's what it is. Um, Look forward to seeing what they have going forward. Uh, But speaking... Speaking of looking forward to stuff. Yeah, yeah. We had um, uh, a London event, the Xbox event uh, in London for 2019. Um, yeah. And they showed off a lot of new stuff. We had our very own Grim uh, there um, checking all of this out. We just wanted to kind of talk about a few of these things. Um, so it started on, uh, it was Friday. It was this last Friday. Um, let me double check that date because I'm terrible with that. It's yeah, it was like, like the 15th. 15th. Yeah, 15th yeah. through, um, I think it was even still going uh, today. Um, we had someone there on Friday and Saturday, um, checking everything nice. out and seeing what that was all about. Uh, and they announced some cool things, so why don't we go ahead and talk about some of those. Um, I think probably one of my favorite things that I saw um, new from the show was uh, the new thing from uh, Obsidian. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of weird, uh, not as serious as, uh, or even like... It doesn't fit that like niche that you put Obsidian into when you think of the games that they make, when you think yeah. of the Outer Worlds, when you think of like Fallout, New Vegas. Uh, but they've created a newer game uh, called Grounded. Yeah, so it's like a mm. kind of small scale, literally, uh-huh. um, cooperative survival game. Yes. So what I want you to think of is Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yes. Um, multiplayer. Multiplayer. With... <laughs> Basically, you know, with it, it pulls some things from a lot of other, uh, um, like games. Like, so you, you're very tiny, so you're fighting bugs, and you're fighting, um, you know, it, it looks like you're mainly fighting bugs, like ants and spiders, uh, possibly yeah. like bees. Um, bees. But this does really have a feel of, um, like state of decay. Mm-hmm. Where you're yeah, kind that. of exploring, trying to figure it out, and then ultimately you're just trying to survive. Um, mm-hmm. And that's one of the things you'll do. You will harvest materials, and you will build uh, different... Um, you know, you can build like your own base. You can build your own armor, your own weapons. Um, you have to eat. Uh, so you're going to want to work together to try to make... Um, try to make this happen meanwhile you realize the environment that you're in all of the things that are around you that are big that in usual games would be like trees or large rocks um they're small blades of grass uh they're mm-hmm. like maybe a baseball that was left in the yard or a shovel or you know things like that um this game right. was uh it was announced of course uh coming to games pass um spring 2020 which uh spring fits it very well because i mean the yard itself you know you're in the foliage you know what i mean you're in the grass um during possibly i don't know maybe it is fall i I can't tell the leaves on the trees seem kind of turned but Mm -hmm. the roses are bloomed i don't know so 
Um, yeah, it's it's a. Uh... You know, it kind of gives me the vibe of the survive the storm mode of Fortnite. Of Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's going to more focus on just exploration and just, like, Fortnite survive the storm, which 90% of the players who play Fortnite have never played, um, mm. is, okay, cool, you have a task, build a base, complete the task. Um, right. Whereas I think this is going to be more like... You're sticking like in the, the same zone for the long time. Yeah, I like the forest a little yeah. bit. Uh, I can see that. So, uh, it looks really fun. And, you know, depending yeah. on how it's handled, it's going to be on Games Pass. It's going to get a large fan base of uh, people who are playing it. Um, I can see that almost right away. Um, but, yeah, go check out the trailer for Grounded. It's, um, it is very, very cool. Mm. All right. The next one up is... Uh, coming from rare it mm. is their newer game called everwild yeah so this is the first newer thing i guess that rare's done um typically they've been kind of carrying on their old properties as part of microsoft well they they also did um sea of thieves and uh sea of thieves yeah, yeah. you're right so that was about a year, two years ago. Yeah, and a lot of people, year and a half ago, a lot of people are worried that they're going to stop working on Sea of Thieves and just focus on this. Um, and a lot of the criticism on this is like, oh, cool, another Breath of the Wild clone. Yeah, it definitely does have the vibe of a Breath of the Wild clone. It seems like a really cool world that they're making. Yeah, I like the critters that they're showing. They're, they have some really unique creatures that they've created. Yes, that like flower deer has me. Yeah, odd world blowing up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, are, are we looking at kind of a similar thing here, as grounded, where you know we're kind of trying to survive and explore, uh, yeah, or is this know. a story driven? I'm not 100 percent sure what they're going for here. So the um, main thing that they've shown off is uh, usually I think it's three people kind mm-hmm. of wandering. It looks like one girl is kind of the leader. Uh, she knows a bit more, so I don't believe that she's going to be a, like maybe a playable character. Maybe she'll mm-hmm. be you know someone who's kind of navigating you. Um, and uh, the other characters, you know, they kind of just hang back. This could be your characters, um, and you're responsible for you know I don't know protection or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, but you do see them helping each other out uh, from time to time, um, and they're most of the time that they look like they're just kind of observing yeah they're kind of like pointing out the wildlife like hey look look what that's doing um so it'll be interesting to see what this game actually is uh we'll post uh a bit more about this uh probably over on our facebook so uh of course you know stay connected with us there so we can uh get you guys um that information when you have a bit more for sure um so Grim, so, Grim did correct this, saying that the Fan Fest was Thursday. So they did talk about a lot of these games Thursday. Uh, okay, and then Thursday. the fan, the floor was open, uh, I think, to the public. Friday, Saturday. Um, but yeah, uh, why don't we go ahead and move forward into the next game, that uh, bigger game right now. Yeah. So um, coming from Don't Nod, uh, obviously the guys that did um, Life is Strange, um, Vampire, right? Yeah. Um, they are having another, uh, you know, Life is Strange styled, uh, episodic story game called Tell Me Why, which is about 
two siblings. Um, one of them is uh, trans. So that's kind of the... Unfortunately, that's like a selling point on the box, which is kind of... I don't know if there's a physical box, but you know what I mean? Right, right. It, it's it's kind of gross to be like... I, I really dislike that. You know, this game has a black person. Yeah, no. It's like, like, it's basically what they're doing. It's like, that should not be your selling point. It, right. At this which, point, in this case, it's, like, it's very much, we're capitalizing on that. Correct. And that's which a is like, gross. kind of. Yeah, that's like gross to begin with. So, like, you're really going to have to whip ass on this story to, like, win me over at this point. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and. So, like, like it, and it's one thing to be like, okay, here are your two characters, and people are just kind of playing or whatever, and then they're like, in the game, the character references, like, hey, remember when we were little girls and blah, 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 and the one character is, like, a guy, and you're like, wait a minute, what the fuck? And then you kind of find out that your character was trans all along. Like, that would be more interesting than, hey, we made a trans game. Right, yeah. Which is kind of insulting. If, if, it's, Cause like, if it's organic, and that's just the way yeah. that the story is told... And but they came right out with it, and they're like, "Hey, look at this flag well, that we have. It's on our banner, and it says that's yeah. what this is." And it's like, I mean, and somebody, you know, they've said, "Hey, we're working with people from you know whatever organization, like learning organization. We are, you know, centering like trans people in this discussion. Trans people are working on the game, but it's like, you know, it's one of those things where like, okay, on the one hand." like added representation is always good like it can't hurt you know what i mean but at the same time like it it's just kind of comes across a little tone deaf a little bit and it's hard to tell if it's like is this microsoft as the publisher saying hey we want to be the first people to put out a game with a trans main character yeah or is this don't nod saying the interesting thing about this game is that a character is transgendered. I I, I, right? I think this is coming from the developer. I think they wanted yeah. to go down this route. And I say that because this is in their wheelhouse. This is yeah, I mean, the direction uh, that... The, that so in Life is Strange, uh, Chloe and Max had a kind of like... You know, Max especially was like definitely sending off like queer vibes... Um, she was like kind of interested in her friends. She wasn't really interested in a lot of the guys she was hanging out with. So right. that was interesting. Um, you know, I mean, we've, so the, I think a good example, the good thing to compare this to a uh, little bit spoilery, but not really, um, in outer worlds, you have a character who is sort of like asexual, but mostly interested romantically in women. And she's a woman also. So, like, yeah. romantically gay, but sexually, like, not super interested in, in having in sex, anything. right? So, it's like, that is a really interesting way to have, a, you know, an asexual character in a game. Yeah. And you can choose to ignore that, too. And you can, well, like, that may not come up at all. Yeah. And then also, you can kind of, as a character, you can say, oh, okay, I understand what you're saying. I, I see where you're coming from. Or in the game, you can be like, what do you mean by that? I've never heard of that. Can you tell me about that? Right? Yeah. Which I think is really good for players to, you know, you could. this could be, instead of in real life going up to somebody and saying, hey, you're freakish. This is weird. Explain your existence to me. <laughs> like, which could be bad, right? Sure. Instead, you get the chance to kind of work it out of whatever your own, you know, opinion of it is you get to work it out on a fictional character and you don't hurt anybody's feelings in real life right right so like 
this could possibly be that where it's like this might be the first trans person that anybody ever experiences in their real life right so i mean i I guess i see like like i'm saying there's there's room for this to go well but i the the right out the gate it is not sounding good yeah they i mean in my opinion they should have been like here's our game tell me why this is what it is um and you know expect those uh good storytelling moments that don't not is uh you know that don't not is here to deliver like we've always delivered um Mm -hmm. and then let it you know let that happen you know not like don't the first official trailer don't be like hey remember when we were little girls and you're like wait a minute okay and then the next Mm -hmm. headline you see is like literally oh hey look they're doing the first like openly like trans uh you know thing in video games and it's like that's not the point of this you know we don't mm-hmm. need to, like, it just, it, it feels like it's in, like, it feels like it's in bad taste. It's and and that's not probably taste, what yeah. they intended. But. Right. It definitely just seems like. Um, make it about characters. It, it's like, build the characters. Right. And then let people experience that without you jamming it down their throat right out of the gate with the first trailer. And then tell them, it, hey, you're going to It's very strange. It's, yeah, it's very, uh. Yeah. It, it's it's it seems distasteful and the crazy thing is the game will probably be super eye-opening and fantastic they'll like probably always. be great yeah like always with donut they always deliver with great stuff but i just don't like the way that they um kind of went with that yeah i agree all right um so the next thing is um eh, i don't know you know a thing this does not seem great all right uh <laughs> It is uh, Jurassic uh, Jurassic World Evolution. It is Return to the Return to Jurassic Park. Um, I know you yeah, actually so did. This some is a big time. expansion pack. Yeah, you did some time with this one. So what? what yeah. Are we so it, it was pretty clearly the original game was pretty clearly them getting ready for um, their their like Zoo Tycoon game. Yeah. Right. Um, they were experimenting with the dinosaurs, kind of you know, working on their, you know, their environment and making them happy in their social pack and everything. And then just kind of managing the zoo. Um, like they've had some, some other DLCs in the past that you already go to, you know, Isla Nubar and you already have all these other islands that you work on. So I don't really know what they're actually adding here. All those dinosaurs are already available. What are you paying for? Right. So it, like the, Jeep? The, the point of this is just to say, like, hey, we're actually going back to to the original, original Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Right. Which, I don't know. Shouldn't it's, there be more fire? kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, shouldn't there be, like, dead bodies everywhere? Yeah. Well, yeah, probably not. It's, They've probably been eating at this And point. also, like, they should... I would much rather see a dinosaur DLC for Planet Zoo. Okay. <laughs> I understand that game just came out. Yeah. So that's probably coming in the far future, but, like... I don't know. When you're done with something, it's okay to just leave it. Agreed. You know? Yeah. We've been saying that a lot of this episode. Yeah. It's uh, a, a trending theme. Yeah. Um, so speaking of trending things, why don't we go back to something that we said that we were really excited for when we first saw it, Wasteland 3. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I can't, I can't recall if he actually went 
full hands-on and played it himself. Uh, but or I do if he know saw gameplay. I do know that uh, Grim did get to um, check out something for Wasteland Three um, mm-hmm. for an extended period of time. Um, so uh, you know, Wasteland Three. Um, if if you haven't checked out exactly what that is. Please do if, if you are interested in that, um, you know, in, in like a tactical RPG. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the new things that you, uh, you know, that 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 you've seen from this game that are interesting? Like, what are you hoping that they? A- well, attach yeah, to? I definitely. Um, so with the newer like isometric games, mm-hmm. um, there's always the question of like does this feel modern or does it feel like a game from 1995? Yeah. And that's, it's so a like, hard line to tell for sure. You can't really see it ahead of time. Cause somebody that's good at it is going to make it look good no matter what. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, it's something that you can only really know if you personally experience it. Um, but I am really interested to see the world. I have not gotten into wasteland Two director's cut yet, but it is available on game pass. So, yeah. Something that I have access to, I just haven't dug in yet because I heard it was kind of rough on some of the gameplay. Um, but this is looking really good. Um, what I like I, about this, and I mean, we have we do we don't have a shortage of this type of game currently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's a lot of different. It's definitely options. come back, yeah, and that's really really good. Um, what I like about this game is they really focus on things that stuff like divinity they focus on but this feels more grounded it feels more real even though it's in this Mm -hmm. fake you know universe where you see something like divinity and um you know it's very fantasy influenced and this is very like um like post-apocalyptic influence um Mm -hmm. it just it gives you a different feel and the things that i i know that i would like to see uh would be um you know borrowing some of those ideas from something like divinity on how um, elements affect people. I really yeah. like how um, like fireworks. I really like right. how it definitely seems like that's one of the things they're showing off in this trailer. Yeah, yeah, they, they do have some spots where uh, there's a lot of fire. But the thing that looks like you're dealing with the most is the cold. Mm-hmm. Everything is frozen over. Um, right. This trailer is titled 1987, and we do see a big ronald reagan robot statue jesus christ um so i'm not exactly sure where this took a turn it did definitely Mm. take a turn and uh it looks really cool um grim said he just got a good look at it um okay so he didn't really get to play uh he has a youtube video um that we did check out but grim uh, as I stated before, don't start with your phone vertical because when you turn it sideways, the entire video is sideways. Uh, so that's why we didn't show the the video yeah. that you put up there because the whole thing was sideways. Um, but yeah, uh, Ronald Reagan bot. <laughs> the the jaw the jaw is the best part of that Ronald. I will Reagan. destroy Ronald Reagan. Reagan if smash. It's the last thing I do. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, this is an, a, a different, um, you know, like a, a different, like alternate universe and yeah. it, it seems, it seems really fun. Um, it seems like they're going to have some of that humor that, um, some of the thing, you know, 
last game's had, but it'll also be mm-hmm. able to hit you with that gut punch when, you know, uh, they kill someone. Right. Right from out from under you. And that that's one thing that this does a lot better than some of the other games is um, they handle their gore a little more. It's more in your face mm-hmm. with, like, lines of dead bodies and then rotten blood on the wall is the message that you're looking for. Um, right. So that one's coming out May 19th. It's pretty cool. Coming to Game Pass, I imagine, for PC and uh, Xbox. So, um, yeah. That one was a pretty cool one that I was excited to see there. For sure. Cool. And then... Uh, then we also got some more news on... Uh, they basically just did, like, a Game Pass dump. Yeah. Which was cool. Um, so the main thing is that Final Fantasy 7 through 15... Uh, not the MMOs, though. Uh, they are going to be added to Game Pass in the next few months. Yep. Um, that includes 10 games. Uh, so, like, Final Fantasy VIII, Final Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Age. Uh, we're including the remasters for those. Mm-hmm. It includes all three Final Fantasy XIII games. Um, 10, 10, 2, 7, um, 9. 14. No, not 14. 14 well, 14 is eventually coming. Well, that one uh, should Spencer already be there. Said, it's an MMO, right? Um, no, it's not available yet. It's not. Oh, no. That's weird. So that's only they're on still working on how to figure it out, I guess. I mean, it's available on Xbox, but it's not on Game Pass. Oh, that's what you mean. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But cool. Yeah. So um, the other stuff there. that they're including, uh, the, so ones that were added over the weekend, included uh, Remnant, which is pretty good. Um, that's a relatively new game. Lego, the Ninjago movie video game on Xbox One. Uh, Rage 2 on console and PC. Age of Wonders Planetfall was on the console, and it's coming to PC soon. Kind of weird, so it's a PC primary game. Yeah. Uh, Talos Principle on the console and PC. Tracks, the train set game on Xbox and PC. Age of Empires 2, Definitive on PC. Hearts of Iron 4, Cadet Edition on PC. And uh, sometime before the end of 2019, Halo Reach... Witcher 3 on Xbox, My Friend Pedro on both, Hell yeah. uh, The Escapist 2 on Xbox, Life is Strange 2 on Xbox, Darksiders 3 on Xbox. Mm. Um, other games in 2020 include things like Yakuza 0, Kiwami 1 and 2, um, Wasteland 3, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. And if you're signing up new for Game Pass, this is, Ultimate, this it's a dollar a month for three months. And that's the big news. And then also, if you get one month of EA access for free when you sign up. Three months of um, Discord Nitro and six months of Spotify Premium. Right. Fuck. Right. That's a good deal. So they're really trying to get people on board. I think pretty smart trying to you know win people over with free shit because that's how Epic's doing it. I mean, they did kind of so. screw over all the people who might have already you know grabbed a free trial or whatever. Already once. Yeah, so yeah, so. I didn't get the additional... So I had my first month for $1. I did not get the additional two for $1. So Didn't get yeah. Spotify Premium, which is something I really would have jumped into getting that for. But Because uh, I use Spotify yeah. like every day. So. Yeah. yeah. Damn. I think I did get the free months of Discord Nitro, but I just could not possibly be bothered to use it. So I don't, I don't even understand what that does. I think they have some of the worst marketing in the industry. Which one? Discord Nitro. Oh yeah, I don't even. I don't pay attention to Discord. Nitro. I can't even conceive of what that could possibly. Uh, if they could me, fix so. their audio issue, that we always. Yeah, really. Have. We've been having a ton of audio issues lately. It's been getting slowly worse over time. Yeah, too. no doubt. Um, so, 
I don't know what the problem is there. Yeah. So uh, the final thing, this was not at uh, the Xbox Game Pass, but this is a game that's you know available on consoles, so kind of interesting. Um, Path of Exile uh, is getting a sequel. So, Path of Exile 2. Um, graphically, it looks pretty impressive. You're exiled from being exiled. Does that yeah, mean you're, you're no back? longer allowed to be exiled, bitch? You're now in the town. Yeah. Okay, so you're back in the town. So if you're exiled from being exiled, no does, that doesn't mean you're further out. You're exiled out. It's of like the a place double negative. Exiled yeah, you're to. right back in. Yeah, you're Correct. back in. Well, it, it was cool to be exiled. We're back, baby. So now you're not allowed to be exiled anymore. We're back in. <laughs> um, yeah. So it seems like uh, you know they've been doing some kind of cool stuff um, in the kind of looter action genre you know the diablo-esque style um this is probably inspired by you know the diablo 4 being announced they're like hey here's what we're yeah. doing next by the way just kind of stay in competitive you yeah know? um pretty cool uh, we've tried out path of exiles the first game and we weren't super into I it forgot. So, i forgot that i had played it yeah this could be a kind of a good chance to try to pull us in again but how some new how is new updated engine like this has to come out well before right yeah, I don't know. This um, needs to come out before the new Diablo. Because what are they going to do? Are, are, are they going to give me the ability to just be a bugbear? Because that would it, be pretty dope. unless it gives me the ability to be a bugbear, uh, just being the druid in Diablo is going to be fucking awesome. So it, they really have to do something to, you know, step that yeah, up. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. Uh, let me look into it a little bit here. Um. But yeah, I mean, if you haven't played uh, Path of Exile, it's free pretty much everywhere. It's a good uh, Diablo-esque game. Um, mm. It just, for me, it wasn't memorable because I've played a fair share of Diablo-esque games. I, actually, I really liked Torchlight. Yeah. Uh, there's a new Torchlight as well. That's, I believe it's our, is it out? Is Torchlight Frontiers out? I don't think so. I don't believe it came out. Yeah, I think I think that one I got into the uh, the beta for. Yeah, it doesn't have a release date yet. It just says this year. Um, but looking back, uh, Torchlight the original came out in two thousand nine. Torchlight two came out in twenty twelve. Mm. So it's like, god damn, it's 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 yep. been a bit. Yep. So um, interesting though. You find something out. I did not see... Apparently, this is... So, Path of Exile 2 is really just a massive update. Okay. With, like, new campaign and stuff. So, it'll be downloaded through the same client. Still free to play. Good. That's cool. Um, that's cool. Yeah. So, you'll be able to play this stuff, like, simultaneously, I guess. You can play the original campaign and also this new stuff. But I, I'm not super sure what it's doing or about, so... Definitely probably wait for this to hit and then check that out so I, I did not get a date on that though yeah we'll end up talking about this at some point when it does uh you know drop down the road um yeah but yeah that's pretty much the show uh we don't have too much else to speak on uh at least for <laughs> myself what about you nothing yet i know we're uh next week i believe we're going to complete the main story, uh, story mode for the witcher 3 yeah finally um unforeseen circumstances much delayed uh you know barring the unforeseen circumstances um so uh thanks for joining us of course we'd like to thank grim for uh heading out to that xbox event 
um, giving us yeah. the, the news that, uh, you know, that he could provide uh, while he was there about all of that. Uh, it was really cool. I'm glad he got to go hands-on with some of that stuff. Um, and as well for you guys, thanks for joining us. You can follow us on Facebook, as always. We usually record on Sundays uh, between 10 and noon Eastern Standard Time. So you can join us for the right. live stream if you're listening to this on podcast services around the world. Um, and for those of you who might have caught part of the show and want to listen to us on your way to work or whatever, we are on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Podbean, and Stitcher, most podcast services. Um, but join us, uh, as always, for the weekly uh, chatter over on Facebook. That's Facebook.com. Uh, backslash Mammoth Games Inc. We appreciate all the likes, comments, and shares there. And also follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live and do junk just like this. Um, yeah, thank you guys again for joining us. Hopefully you'll be able to check this out throughout the week and it'll be in our timeline. Um, if it is, check out the stuff below as well. And uh, we will see you next week. Uh, for MGI, I am Nice Warm. And I'm Filtercord. Have a good one.